Hello everyone, my name is Shane A. Bassett, the Movie Analyst, your host today for another edition of Cine Critique. Today I am talking fashion and movies, sustained fashion, which is the best fashion, I think, anyway. Well, in this day and age, it certainly is something that I look forward to discussing and knowing more about with Becky Hutner. She is the director of a movie called Fashion Reimagined. It has been doing the rounds at uh, film festivals all over the world, including the Sydney Film Festival. But next up, it is going to be shown at the prestigious Adelaide Film Festival. And I'm going to be lucky enough to have a chat to her in just a few moments. I believe that Becky will be, well, hopefully not too tired because it is night in London, England and early morning in Sydney, Australia. Fashion is the only cure. It always leaves you wanting more. Fashion people know the score. Uh, fashion is the only cure. It always leaves you wanting more. Fashion people know the score. that song it's by an australian band rogue traders fashion also when i speak to becky i'll be asking about her favorite uh, fashion movies whether they be documentaries or films especially that particular one directed by robert altman do you remember that one well i'll talk about it a little bit more during our conversation that is for sure i love robert altman as a director anyway the actors he used to get and uh, speaking about the movie, we'll just bring back great memories. things change. To my surprise, uh, I was given the old phone number of director Becky Hutner of the movie Fashion Reimagined. It was actually a production house who was editing overnight. They were there late and because I rang a second time, they picked up. They didn't pick up the first time. And uh, the person there told me that uh, Becky no longer works there full time. So I was given the wrong number by a publicist, and that can happen, I guess. However, uh, I will now email Becky, and we'll talk to her at a later date. But I am not going to miss this opportunity on Cine Critique. You know why? Because I watched a movie last night that is completely opposite to what Fashion Reimagined is. So if you're still hanging in there and you like horror 
And remakes, well, all of a sudden people have just pressed stopped because remakes can be very, con- you know, unconstructive at times. However, I watched the new Hellraiser, the 2022 version of Hellraiser, which in Australia was uh, on Binge, is on Binge, which is a streaming service. Quite surprisingly, not on Disney+. Plus. It is a Hulu movie, and I guess Hulu gets shared around by uh, Disney+, Plus and other streaming services, I have noticed. Let's talk Hellraiser 2022. Is it any good? And uh, I'm not going to go into too many details, but I will give you my opinion on that. And the 11 other Hellraiser movies that have preceded it. That would be preceded it. Beautiful, isn't it? It's really nice. You can hold it. What is it? It's a puzzle. And it's almost finished. Keep going. So if I solve it, do I get a prize? I do. Six sides, six configurations. It opens up and it cuts you. And then they come to collect. enough screaming for now uh that is a taste of the new hellraiser when i say new the 2022 version which uh, i actually thought clive barker the uh the novelist the creator of this world and uh, he might have had a bit more to do it he did produce it i was kind of hoping he would have written it well he did write it of course the novel and the book and the inspiration of the entire legacy but he only produced this movie and I would have loved to have seen him more directly screenplay it or uh, direct it even. I mean, he can direct. He's proven that. Think about it. Right. Uh, is it any good? Well, it takes a little bit of time to get going. I do think the actors are chosen because they're unknown. That said, Jamie Clayton, who plays as Jamie is called in the cast, The Priest. No pinhead to be mentioned here, Um, but yes, you could say that she is pinhead. Uh, Awesome. Really good. The only objective, and I'm not going to give spoilers away here too, by the way, so this is completely kinder. Spoiler free. The only conjecture I've got with Jamie Clayton playing the priest isn't her fault. It is the fault of the sound design and the well maybe even the producers clive what are you doing mate uh i think 
there should have been more of a voice regulation. Think about Doug Bradley who played Pinhead in so many of the other previous movies and he was brilliant. Of course, he's known for that and will be for the rest of his life. He goes, goes to conventions all around the world. He's, he's admired by horror admirers and, and actors in general for the role he created as Pinhead. And obviously, Pinhead was not something that Doug Bradley liked to be labelled as it wasn't a, the character was not originally Pinhead. Ah, uh, <laughs> the priest. Well, I do think that the voice regulation of Jamie in this new... Uh, Hellraiser should have actually been different toned. I mean, her voice sounds great, but it's not gruff. It's not deep. It's not as menacing. It's almost normal when she talks. And I'm not giving it away because you heard her speak in that trailer. Excellent performance, though. Design, the look of all the Cenobites from the demonic world that they, you know, one of them runs too. And I don't ever recall them sprinting one in particular really sprints down like a hallway and stuff and i don't recall that in other films however I, it's been a while since i've actually revisited a lot of those hellraiser movies another actor of note for this new one and i don't know if i'm saying her name right odessa zion could be a silent a it's a apostrophe z i o n odessa zion or a zion she plays Riley, the main, as it turns out, protagonist with a lot of personal issues and the the experience of dealing with the Cenobites and the priest uh, turns out, well, good and bad. But, yeah, I would say Jamie and Odessa are going to go a long way in their careers. And when it comes to makeup, costumes and, well, effects... Touch and go. But the production design, the costumes and the makeup, the designs of these creatures and just in general, the design of the movie is pretty good. I really enjoyed it, that aspect of it. It's just over two hours long. That's not a problem, obviously. Uh, but it does sort of – there's not a lot of gore. It's a rated R movie in Australia, so it's been restricted to 18 years and over. That's good too. I mean, I remember when the original Hellraiser came out in 87, there was two versions of it. It was a little bit like Robocop. There's another example. There was an R-rated version and then there was a cut uh, M-rated version. They did not have MA back then. So you could see, and, and obviously Hellraiser was M at theatrically and then when it was released on VHS, on home video, it came out in two versions, an M and an R. A lot of movies did that. So they could cut them at the cinema, you watch it, and then when it came out on home video, even DVDs later on, many years later, they kept doing it. You, you'd be like, the see the version that was not released in cinemas. So, you know, it enticed people to watch it again. Now you just see the unedited, R-rated version on all the DVDs and all the Blu-rays of Hellraiser. So I recommend it. Check it out if you're a horror fan. I don't think you're going to be blown away by it. David Bruckner, the director, he does a really good job. I think the casting of Unknowns is a smart move. Uh, he was the director of The Night House, this guy. And The Night House, only a couple of years ago, was a terrific film. Like, it was a really terrific film. Creepy, paranormal, um, para, parallel worlds almost in it. And Rebecca Hall starred in that. 
Imagine if Rebecca Hall played the priest. Man, that would have been good too. I'm taking nothing away from Jamie. But, uh, yeah, this director, he was chosen, obviously, because of the in- intrigue and brilliance. And I've got to say brilliance because The Night House, if you haven't seen it, is a really top-notch movie. Uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot. A little bit different calibre to this Hellraiser. Uh, and finally, references to the original Hellraiser, they're there, especially if you know the original films very well. Uh, and we have so much, we have so, we have so much sights to show you. We have such sights to show you. Whatever that line is, and it's just, it's early in the morning and I have totally botched it, but... We have such sights to show you. There it is. Thank you very much. My brain just clicked back into gear. That gets said towards the end of the movie, and I just cheered. That was my cheering moment. But there are other references. And the box, the all-important box in Hellraiser in this new one is another really excellent design trick. You'll see what I mean when you watch it. it, it it's the original format is there but it is also changed up which i really appreciated the all-important puzzle box is is incredibly part of the story obviously and done very well in this new one we have such sights to show you ah see that is the original uh line that I botched only a minute ago. Uh, That was spoken by Doug Bradley in the original Hellraiser from 87. Uh, As I said, I believe from memory there's about 11 movies so far. That does not include the new ones, so 12, my lucky number. Um, Yeah, so we've got Hellraiser, Hellraiser, well, I called it Hellraiser 2, but it was actually called Hellbound Hellraiser 2. Um, That was released fairly immediately after the original Hellraiser in 87 because it became such a huge hit, became a cult phenomenon on VHS, later DVD. Uh, You've got other ones I enjoyed that I've seen. And you know what, to be honest, I don't think I've seen them all. A lot of them were straight to DVD. And I have not seen the one where Doug Bradley first did not play Pinhead after a long series of films. He was replaced in a sense, which wasn't good in many respects, but the guy who played Pinhead, I read an interview with him saying that he, you know, he felt not guilty. He, he was stoked he got the role, but also f- had big shoes to fill. That's stating the obvious, but, um, you know, you're an actor. You're going to take the role, right? You're not going to say no, especially if you're selected in such a big franchise as this. There's lots of stories in the background saying they kept the Hellraiser movies going because they just wanted to keep the rights. Uh, that happens with a lot of different movies and franchises. But Hellraiser 3 was Hell on Earth. I quite kind of like that. I saw Hellraiser Bloodline, I think. Inferno is the one I've been told. Hellraiser Inferno, that is very good. Hellraiser Hellseeker, I have not seen. Hellraiser Deader, I enjoyed, actually. I do remember that one. But the rest after that, I have not seen. Hellraiser Hellworld, Hellraiser Revelations, and Hellraiser Judgment. Seen all the trailers, they do appeal, but trying to find the time to watch them. And I might re-watch a lot of them this year or towards the end of this year because uh, this new one has sparked my interest. Check it out. I think it's, you know, it's going to 
probably cause a divided faction amongst the horror fraternity. I am certainly no horror aficionado, but I do know uh, and love the films in my life that come in front of me and just freak me out. And I think a character like the priest slash pinhead, there's a lot of room to move there and they've shown that in this new Hellraiser. So cheers to the filmmakers and yes, there will probably be another one. No spoilers, but uh, you can imagine how this one ends openly. My name is Shane A. Bassett and uh, I took it from what I thought was going to be a fashion conversation to a partial horror movie review. You can find me on email if you want to send me a letter or write me some questions or tell me what movies you like. Shane Adam Bassett at gmail.com or find me on social media at movie underscore analyst and many interviews on my YouTube channel with directors and actors and musicians and so forth. It is movie analyst Shane A. Bassett on YouTube. So enough of me. Thank you very much for your time. And until my next episode of Cine Critique or my other podcast, Mickey Rourke Talk, where we talk about uh, the films of the great actor Mickey Rourke, I'll catch you at the movies. Bye for now. I have seen the future of horror. His name is Clive Barker. Barker.